Question time, Harry. Answer time, Adam. How do I find a reliable freelancer? I haven't put an end to this one when I put it in one list, so apologies if you fired this in. This one is getting answered right now for you. Energies are still high. Because I don't know how many questions we've recorded in a row. We are still on a high. I don't know mate, I've never had to shop for myself. Um, Freelancer.com. I'm really interested to see where you go with this. Google. (laughs) (laughs) So. Word of uh, mouth. (laughs) We've had. RateMyFreelancer.co.uk. Good domain. Um, See if it's available. Add it to the other 472 random domains that I've purchased over the last two years. So, Reliable Freelancer. I'll answer. And then you jump in and quiz me as we go. Um, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> capital of Spain. <laughs> um, um, it's Madrid, right? It is yeah. Madrid, yeah. <laughs> that pause was genuinely a thought. I was like, I need to know this. Um, I'm terrible at geography. It's when you've not been asked something for a long time, it's like, whew, exactly. Reverting back to school level knowledge. So, yeah, I was terrible at geography at school. Um, Where's Thomas? (laughs) (laughs) Private joke time for the podcast. Um, So, how do I find a reliable freelancer? So, in terms of us as a business, we have had very good relationships with freelancers and very, 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 very bad relationships with freelancers. And the lessons, I've learned some some really interesting lessons along the way and little hacks to, to test. So, in terms of places to find reliable freelancers, start with there. Let's take that back. Places, <laughs> I just noticed that I said read reliable and I shouldn't have in that sentence. Um, places to find freelancers in general. Um, we use Upwork, which was formerly Odesk, rebranded to Upwork. Uh, just to jump in, um, is the type of work these freelancers do matter or specific to the website you're going to to find these guys? Um, so for Upwork and freelancer... Those two websites, no. You can are they get, like a pool of they're all a pool sorts of Anything skills. from content writers, developers, designers, mm-hmm. um, all that stuff. You can go to <clears throat> um, very specific freelance websites. I can't remember the TopTal is one I'm thinking about that is, uh, was advertised on Mixity Podcast back in the day, where it's um, the top 3% of developers who are freelancers are on that, and they heavily vet them and they curate them, and it's a very handheld service all the way through to find you the right person. So it's like a concierge service for developers. So I know I've, I think, uh, I think I've seen or looked um, at a similar service where you want, if you want artwork doing, yeah, you post like you post a job essentially. People submit drafts. Ninety nine uh, designs, is that the one? No, that, that I've heard of that one as well, but it's a similar thing. You kind of they they submit a sketch work of of the okay. you know, the job you're asking for. Someone that you like the work that they're going to do, pay them for it, and then they'll you've got like a day or two's worth of back and forth for okay to make revisions to, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Okay, cool. So the, yeah, there are there are like specific websites mm-hmm. out there, um, but the two that we've used are Upwork, Form the Odesk, and Freelancer. Rightly or wrongly, I seem to get better quality candidates through Upwork compared to Freelancer. If I'm looking for a very quick, dirty job to be done, and that might be uh, go through Twitter and find me the top 100 plumbers that have plumber in their bio, 
the top 100 followers. Like if I just want something very, very clinical, very boring, very manual, very task driven, I tend to go to a freelancer because the response rates tend to be quicker on freelancer. Uh, but it's not something that is is a very skillful job. Let's put it that way. That's how I separate them in my head, rightly or wrongly. Upwork, um, we've used with success and failure. We've we've had both ends of the spectrum. Finding a reliable freelancer all comes down to, in my opinion, the level of work you are provide to you are happy to do before you commit to hiring someone. And, and like it's very easy to put up a job spec and say, I need a let's take something really simple. I need a new landing page done. If you mm-hmm. just go onto uh, Upwork, say I need a new landing page done for my app. Here's the three things you need to know about the app. Here's my logo. You go. The quality of your post will 100% match the quality of stuff you get back. Um, and I don't know if they're classing quality as the same as reliable, but what we've seen is if we want better work, we write longer job descriptions, a better specification. We don't try and just go for bottom of the barrel because on Upwork you can say how much you're willing to pay and it's sort of like uh, it's broken into three categories currently is how they work and they've got like a low, a middle and a high. We always go to the middle range um, just because what you tend to find with freelancers, consultants, following back to a previous episode is if they know they're good, they know their value. So don't just go there trying to hire the person for $3 an hour. If you're looking for, again, the freelancer-esque work, and it's very data-driven and just a manual task, yeah, it doesn't matter how good they are. Just get it cheap as you can. Cool. If you're looking for someone to do something that you care about, don't go for bottom of the barrel in terms of costs. Put a lot of time into the job specification and then go through what you would normally do. If I'm hiring someone for expert trades, we'll go through an interview process. Don't skip that out just because they're a freelancer. And that's the thing that most people do. They get loads of applications And just to, I'll come back to the application in a second. And then they go, okay, their profile looks good. They've got 7,000 hours done on Upwork. Um, I'll hire them. Whereas what you need to do is create a shortlist and then interview them as normal. Because having good communications with this person, especially by using the word reliable in this question, I presume they want someone they're going to work with in a, in a long term or over a long term. So jump on a Skype call with them. If they're not happy to do a Skype call, jump on a Skype chat with them and just backwards and forwards, see what the light comes send a couple of emails, but one of the things that we do is a little hack because when when you post a job on something like Upwork, it's very easy for someone to just click apply and it sends us like a stock CV across to you. And obviously, if you're a freelancer, you're just going to bang that apply yeah. button as much as possible. So you can ask qualifying questions. So there's one thing we do, we always ask very specific qualifying questions. Um, and that might be, Something like if we're doing this landing pacing, uh, please link to three landing pages that you have previously designed or built that's on the web Mm -hmm. or your portfolio of landing pages. But in the description of the job, we'll write five, six, seven hundred words and randomly we'll throw a sentence in the middle of it, which will be, please start your application with a smiley face. And then we'll just carry on the spec as normal. And everyone that applies who doesn't start the application with a smiley face, we know hasn't read, read that job spec. So we, regardless of how good their profile looks like, we instant decline them because they haven't gone through the job spec and they just clicked apply and submitted their information straight away. And you can do that through Upwork and if you're hiring someone in the real world, you can do little things like this. I, I got it as a hack from someone else that said, if you're applying for my job, please make sure that you put uh, the first line of the email in, in a bold red font. So the first line of the email, bold red font, anything that doesn't come through, 
these guys obviously aren't reading the spec, they're obviously just applying, they obviously can't even have a small attention to detail or something like that, you don't want to hire them. So in terms of that, that's a nice little hack. Weeds out 95% of people. Make sure you speak to them, go through the interview process, and then don't expect it to be, you've got the spec, we've had a chat, crack on, I'll speak to you in seven days when you deliver the project. Just as if I asked you to do some work for me and you're sat opposite me, you're gonna have a question because I'm really bad at explaining stuff and we change stuff. So you're gonna go, Adam, uh, hold on, what's this? A freelancer is exactly the same. Just because they're not in this room or not in this country, they are still gonna want open communications with you to make them, to basically help them be successful in their job. So if you do those three things, in my opinion, you're probably going to have a much, much better success rate. And I'm guessing the question's coming through because you've had bad experiences with freelancers. Just be really honest and reflective and say, have I done everything that I can when I've hired that freelancer to support them and help them be successful? And if you haven't, go and try some of those hacks and hopefully that will change things for you. Yeah, one of the things um, you, you touched on was the communication side of it and not just with freelancers, but anyone you work with remotely, which we can... Um, speak of obviously when we speak with Mark yep. we have Slack we message we, it's basically live messaging um, but even the difference that the difference between messaging over text and and, and FaceTime Skyping uh, video yep. chat whatever it is uh, is huge like sometimes something you say in, an, in text comes across completely differently as opposed to just at least being able to see them face to face on a screen and speak. Yep. Um, so I personally would say if you can, Skype with them because there's inevitably, even as detailed as a description can be, and it, you do need to, I agree, you need to be as detailed as possible when writing something out. There's still certain nuances missed because it's still in text form, whereas when yep. you can see them, you can kind of illustrate or point with your hand. It or just the tone. Yeah, it doesn't sound like much, but it's it's the subtle differences that when you're explaining something that text just doesn't get across, that speaking and being able to look at someone's face when they're saying it. I completely agree. Um, and I think it creates a connection with you and the freelancer mm. to start with, um, that you're gonna know, do I wanna work long-term with this person? Again, use reliable, suggest you wanna work long-term. And, and this is just, and we're going to go a little bit deeper now, and I, I, I quite like where this is going, but there's little things that you need to be aware of uh, in terms of cultural stuff. Um, so, uh, and the stuff that we've learned over time. So, um, communication is really important. Every, everyone, um, for example, we've got a guy called Cavi that helps us. He, mm -hmm. ca he called me sir, and he's super polite, and he's a gentleman. And he, but I was like, listen, just call me Adam. And he's like, uh, no, no, it's, a, it's, it's how we work. You're hiring me, da-da-da. Understand when you're hiring from overseas, is there going to be there are going to be some cultural differences, uh, and be respective of that more than anything. Understand there's different time frames, and more and like my last little nugget on this, it's hopefully if you're building a business and you've got a startup, you will try and do little things for your team that show that you appreciate them. It might be something as going down to Clink and having a few beers because you've had a good week have the same approach with a freelancer because at the end of the day, they're an extension of your team. So an example is for, for me is I have Cavi's birthday saved in my calendar. So when it's his birthday, I send him a bonus and say happy birthday. And he's been working with us for nearly four years now and he's never dropped the ball because of little things like that. Just because they're a freelancer, don't think that they're not an extension of your team because you need them to be as reliable as the people that are sat around you day to day. 
Yeah, I think that's, I guess that can kind of be a misconception is that this freelancer is just a kind of throwaway member of staff. Exactly. Uh, but if you're going to treat them like that, then... That's, that's the sort of attitude you're going to get back from them. Yeah. Um, they won't go above and beyond them. Um, because what, by calling someone a reliable freelancer, what you really mean is a member of staff that's part-time, essentially. That's exactly flexible that. That's hours. what I take away from that as well. Um, yeah, I think that's it for me, but I think that hopefully there's enough in there that's sort of helped anyone that's looking at hiring freelancers. There's, there's, there's little, little tools in that um, conversation between me and Harry that's going to help. Um, and if you have any follow-up questions, any experiences with freelancers, or anything that you're doing that thinks, this has worked for me, Drop us an email, we'll share it on the show, we'll, we'll plug whatever you do in your business if you've got any little hacks that you can help any of our audience with hiring freelancers because it is a growing market. Um, let us know. Love to hear from you. The gig economy. The gig economy. Our startup show on the Instagram. Reach out, stay in touch. This is where we're going to put up as soon as our new show goes live um, and let you know what we're doing at the company. In a bit more detail, back to Instagram yep. stories. You can email hello Adam Harrison all at expert trades. That is so confusing. We're going to get any of It's going to go to a catch-all. Hello, Adam Harrison at expertrades.com. Yeah. Hello at expertrades.com for the generic, or if you've got anything specific, fire it in to me, which is Adam or Harrison. <laughs> you still get that confusing. I know. Cool. Speak soon.